This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award winning The Midterland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Beautiful day out. Well, I wanted to talk to the GMs out there, even the new ones, especially the new ones. How do you organize yourself behind the screen? Assuming you use a screen. Even if you don't use a screen, you got to organize your, your place somehow. I found out being a game master that you never have enough room at the table ever you always think you have enough room you don't there's always something you have to like leave in your bag or do something with i don't know and it gets to the bag because i use a screen so it gets kind of bad if you have to have a place to roll the dice have to have a place to put your books have to have a place to put your tablet have etc etc miniatures and all that So, you know, that's something you got to think about. And I think I've got it down. What I like is Matt's game area, his game room, sort of. It's a separate shack outside the house. It's nice. It's kind of crowded, but I do like the fact that he has like a side table. Side tables are great, by the way. He has a side table, and then there's some room on the outside of my screen. And that usually gets it. But what I usually have is stuff I absolutely need. And that does not include the rule book. Because if I'm running something like Astonishing Swordsman, that takes up a lot of room. And, you know, you think, oh, you could just put it outside the, the GM screen here and, you know, you can pile stuff on it, papers and stuff. But then somebody's like, oh, I need to look up a rule. Let me the book. Because, you know, not I can't always give everybody a copy of the rules. They don't always have a copy of the rules. I mean, I get them PDFs, but half my, you know, half the players don't carry phones or tablets with them or don't have it on there or something. And so, you know, that usually stays like near my feet. I put it next to my bag or on top of my bag. But what I usually have behind my screen is my... If it's a module, the module, and my notes for the module that I usually run with, I usually have a 
compo, a graphic compo book that I, I make copious notes in. And I have those two behind the screen. Any tokens or minis I have behind the screen, hopefully tokens. I use to Another reason I use tokens is because they don't take up as much space as minis. So I can have a stack of tokens there. Uh, my dice now, lately I've been just using this set of dice I got a couple of years ago in North Texas as a free thing for, that I got from a game. And so I've been using those instead of my dice tray because that takes up room. That takes up quite a bit of room. And I figured, well, I'm not going to need that much dice. And they like, and besides, the players like me to use those dice because they don't roll as good as theirs. <laughs> and it's like, okay, these are the, the only downside to me is they're metal dice. Metal dice are nine, but they tend to ding stand things up, especially like, you know, dice towers and things like that. Matt let me use his dice tower last time, but he had it 3D printed and it needs a little work because. You know, the dice, have, either they stick, get stuck in the bottom door or they bounce right out of the tray. But that's another thing. You know, if you want a dice tower, try to make it small. But like I said, what I have is the module or my notes and the, the book that I'm running the stuff from, my dice, tokens or minis that are back there and any handouts that I need to give to the players. Usually that's underneath my notes, underneath my, my book, my, the, the, the game book I use. Now, I like having the side table too because there's always, that's a, play, a good place to put the rule book because then everybody has access to it, including me. And, you know, that, that's a good thing. If you have electronics, also my tablet has to fit back there. I have a at this at this recording I have a Kindle Fire 8 so it isn't doesn't take all that much room. I usually have that loaded up with my soundboard if I'm using sound and outside of it I put my Bluetooth speaker which I usually have hooked up to a battery or Matt's computer Matt's laptop which is right there because I don't know it tends to run out of juice a lot. So I do that and then I'm ready to rock and roll pretty much. You know, I, the only thing I don't like, see, this is one of, the, one of the things that that a cramped space is bad for is the fact that when I have to draw a map, may, if I can lay a map out, I'll lay a map out. I did lay a few maps out, but I usually now, for the game I'm games I'm running right now, I have Matt draw the map. And because I'll say, I'll just give him the, I'll give him the module and I say, here, don't look at anything else. There's what I need. Can you draw it? Because he's right there. I, if I'm a GM, I have to lean out between, I got to go between somebody and start drawing, you know, leaning over them like this. And I hate that. So if I have pre-made maps, great. If I have to draw something, I usually have somebody else draw it. I don't mind if they see what they see. Now, this is where, this is a one part where AVTTs come in. You know, virtual tabletops are nice because you can put fog of war or, and, but I've seen Matt, like Matt cover stuff up before with papers and things like that. I, say, eh, I don't want to do that. Tiles are good too. Tiles, you can draw on them and slap it down. I've got, I've got the blue dungeon tiles. I've also got the box of ones where I can draw on them and they link up like puzzle pieces. Those are good too. But doing maps has always been a pain for me. That's why I don't like doing them. But that's usually what I have behind my screen. I try to keep it lean. You got to keep it as lean as possible if you can. I know it can get ridiculous because I always carry my, my token 
holder too, which is I don't I don't use that. That's on the side table, the other side table. Sometimes I have another side table and I pull it up and I select what I want for the game and I put it there. If I have to select something else, I'll put it because I can I can close it up and put it down next to me here. So if I need more, I can pull it up and do that. But that's usually during a break or something like that. But anyway, that's my setup behind the screen. What is your setup behind the screen? It should be that simple. But what are your what is your setup? Tell me about it. Talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar.gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail at Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. We also have a Kofi fund. I have a Kofi fund in case you want to give me a one-time contribution. That's ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. In the meantime, I'm going to thank these people who are my regular contributors. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you, guys. If you want to hear some good podcasts, there's Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast. Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Kevin has The Red Caps Podcast. That's pretty good. Randy and Joe over at Biggest Geekus. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.